Welcome to Front and Center. I'm Han Mustard. Joined here this morning with Dr. Nadine Gonzalez de Jesus, San Antonio College President. How are you? Hot Master, good morning. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. That's good to hear. I'm doing well as well, especially as we get ready for commencement the 25th of May at the Alamo Dome. I am so excited to welcome close to 1,200 of our students who will be graduating on May the 25th at 10 a.m. And by the way, students are expected to show up with their cap and gown at 7 a.m. because we have lots and lots of instructions to make sure they get their parking pass. We also want to make sure that they get to their right spot in line. Um, So that's again, on Thursday at the Alamo Dome. We used to do it at the Freeman Coliseum, and we kind of outgrown then. I think it's over a thousand graduates. Yes, which is very impressive. One thousand two hundred is what we are expecting. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is. It is. We're super, super excited about just being able to see their smiles and walk down the stage and and shake their hands. And uh, for many of them, uh, you know, they are the very first ones in their households to pursue a high education. And that is a huge deal for many of us. I know that I was the first one to attend college. How about you? My sister had went, and then so I went. I'm on the west side, and it was different. As soon as you graduate high school, you go right to work. You get a full-time job, and you stay there as long as you can. And, you know, it's not a bad thing to do, but... You know, changing traditions. I mean, you know, family recipes. You know how hard it is to change a family recipe? Can you imagine trying to break tradition and say, no, I want to go to school first. That's right. And then I'll go get a job. So did you go to school first or did you get a job? Then you decided to... I got a job first. Okay. And then I came back, I believe I was 22, and I came to San Antonio College for the first time. And I stayed here for a while. I was taking a class here, a class there. And and I was like, okay, I I could do this. I could stick with it. And after my first degree, I was going to get a second one in math, and then uh, I decided to go get a bachelor's instead. Okay, great, great. Well, actually, that's what a lot of our students do, right? They go first to work, then after a few years, they say, you know what, I think education is also for me. So then they come right back, then they're here with us at SAC. And uh, with that said, I also wanted to mention that if you're thinking of attending college, and you believe that college is a possibility in your life, because it is, We believe in you. You just now have to believe in yourself. We would like to invite you and encourage you to please call us at 210-21-ALAMO. That is A-L-A-M-O, so that we can assist you with an enrollment coach, an advisor. We'll sit down with you. We'll walk you through the application. And at the end of the day, you'll walk out with a schedule either for this May semester or for summer one or summer two. And did you know, Hot Mastered, that we actually have five-week terms and eight-week terms this summer? I saw that. I know. I think a five-week course would work for like math, for example. Or even an eight-week course, right? Let's say you don't want to be in school or summer long. You might just want to take a few weeks. At the end of the day, it's about taking the decision, making the decision, right? Taking that first step and saying, you know what? I'm going, I'm going to call or I'm going to stop by and I'm going to speak to someone. I'm going to apply and I'm going to get in courses. At the end of the day, it's 
a personal choice. Education and the future of your life is a personal choice. And that's the choice that you made mm-hmm. at 22, but you made that choice. Yes. <laughs> and with us, we have two guests. Yes, we have two guests today. We have uh, Mona Aldana Ramirez, uh, Director of Student Success. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Hot Mustard. Good morning, Dr. Nadine. Thank you for having me. It's great having you. And we also have Lee LeBlanc, the Director of Library and Technology Services. How are you? Uh, Very well, very well. And good morning to everyone. So student success. When we talk about student success, what what do we mean? Let's unpack student success. Well, student success is our mission. It is the mission of San Antonio College, one of the Alamo Community Colleges. And it is something that it's an experience for SAC because I'd like to also mention that I am a graduate of SAC. I also came to SAC. And coming from the student side to the employee side, it really is, for me, it it is a devotion. It is a devotion to community. It is wanting to better our community. And we do that through students, through the young people, through this opportunity that Dr. Nadine was talking about, education being the great equalizer. But more than that, it is a place where students come, uh, all ages, all backgrounds. Everyone can come to SAC and be part of discussion, be part of listening to others, be part of others' perspectives. And at the same time, you're learning what it is that you want to to do in life or, or you're gaining some new knowledge. So student success is about putting students first. And it's also about coming to a place where you're going to collaborate. You're going to be part of a community working here towards helping and supporting all our students. And Lee, over in the library, I would say probably the the biggest resource to students. Oh, absolutely. So when we talk about student success, for us internally, what we we like to say is we're not an academic library. We're the future of academic libraries. And so one of the things we just implemented was the kid spot. And so when we talk about these unique populations that are coming to SAC that are returning, over half the population at SAC, they are student parents. They have at least one child with them. So we created what's called the Kids Spot. It's on the third floor of the library. So uh, help us get the word out, everyone. This allows the student parent to stay on campus or come to campus, hang out in the library with their child while they study. So this this area has furniture both for the the big kids and and the little kids. It really gives them um, the opportunity to keep their child with them, to allow the child to engage in, in play that is going to help them in their future. I've literally walked into the spot and you see a parent head down studying and their child close to them, playing with the toys we have, reading a book to themselves. We have soft seated furniture for them. It's really striking to see how comfortable they are. I think that's really unique to SAC, that comfort level that we provide for students so they wanna stay on campus. That is something that I think students need to hear. The longer you stay engaged on campus, the more you interact with the staff and faculty, the more that helps you graduate. I'm a graduate of a two-year college, and I know it was the faculty and the staff and the spaces on campus and the way they engaged me that really got me through college. Wondering right now, how many of the children that we have on campus actually come to the library? We're seeing a good number. I think we've seen a hundred or a couple more come through. I think we'll just see more and more traction um, over time. That's actually impressive. About about a hundred in what? In about a month now? A uh, couple months, yeah. But That's right, great. right in that range, yeah. Even when we go to close the library in the evening. Mm-hmm. 
a student will be in there with their kid up until the last minute, you know, trying to get that extra study time in. And it's better than them having driven home and then trying to study. And that is so important, you know. Hotmaster, I don't know about you, but when I was doing my master's, my youngest uh, was a baby, right? A newborn. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was doing my PhD, and uh, my newborn uh, had at that time, I believe, about uh, three years old. She was three, and our son was just born. So again, I had to little ones, and I would have loved to have a kid spot close to my house so that I could go there and take my yeah. kids with me and study at the same time because in the home, there were just so many things, distractions all over, right? And at times, we don't even have the Wi-Fi that we need right. at home or the resources. And just to know that we have this at San Antonio College is huge, yeah. huge for the students that we serve. One thing, one more thing that I love about it is that we are increasing the level of awareness in their children that oh, college absolutely. is also a possibility for them. Now they get to come to the campus of a college and they get to experience it from their lens. I love it. Can I mention one thing about that, President Absolutely. Hotmoster, when we opened, President Nadine uh, came in and read a book, uh, actually two books, to the children. And so imagine that impact, um, somebody at such a high level, taking that time to interact with our students and their children. I just found this piece really neat. She read a story, right? But then she also read it in Spanish. And I think that is such a great recognition of our students and the parents and, and the way we reach out to folks. I just thought that that was a real demonstration of leadership. Oh, thank you so much for, for saying that. I'll pay, I'll pay you after, after the show is over. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had so much fun. Oh, my goodness. Just seeing their faces and, and just to know how excited they were and uh I remember the story was about a worm, and that worm, I believe, didn't he become a butterfly yeah, in right. the end, right? That's right, yeah. So it was nice to see how this book had holes in it, yeah. and then we had a little worm, and then we would take the worm through the holes and then read through it at the same time. Right. It was it was a great great day, yeah. both for me and the students alike. Yeah, yeah. That hungry caterpillar is just a real nice interactive story, and, and the students were touching the book and getting excited. And I think you had to be ushered out. I think you re wanted to read a couple more books, <laughs> and I think you you had to. You I was having. Go way too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to Mona. Mona, I want you to talk to us about a new grant that I understand you oversee, and, and I would like for you to tell us a bit more about the Title V Apoyo Grant by the U.S. Department of Education. Oh, that is such a, a, a fabulous grant that we received. It is $2.5 million for us to really work over the five years to improve our completion rates, our retention rates for our students, to provide the support that's needed for them to ensure that they will complete. Um, that grant uh, ties in what we call our boutique program of Ascended Learning Communities. It is something that we've had at SAC for a few years. Um, I have had the honor and privilege of standing that up several years ago and working with a great group of faculty. And, and really, the key to success always is making sure faculty are very well supported so that they can drive student success in the classroom, so that they can provide the support that's needed. And not only are the faculty important, but also the advisors and the, the tutors and the mentors that we have 
this grant allows us to do is hire more and train specifically for our Ascended students, which are primarily first-time in college students. Good, lofty goals in the grant. It's one of those grants where you just want to sink your teeth in and say, you know what, we've got to pull out all the stops. We've got to do this the right way. We want all our students to succeed that come through here. And eventually, the practices and the good things that we learn from this grant is something that we can implement throughout the college after the five years are up. So we are injecting our current Ascended program with a lot of good stuff, a lot of good support. We don't do this alone. This is a college-wide effort. This is a collaborative effort that involves many departments, many moving pieces. So could you tell us a bit more about the goals, the outcomes that we expect from this grant? The lofty outcomes are to increase enrollment, but we do that because we are increasing the support to increase our persistence, to increase the completion to ensure that if a student is thinking about failing, we have peer mentors, peer coaches, we have advisors, peer advisors there to help. So before a student even gets to that step or before a student even has to compromise their education for another priority, we have done our due diligence as a college, as an institution of higher ed, to ensure that we have provided that student with all the resources that we have here at San Antonio College. They don't have to make that hard decision of of dropping the course or dropping out of college. And even then, uh, there's another staff member that will be hired under this grant that will be reaching out to them should something happen to ensure that they are still part of this college and can come back the following semester. So it's kind of like the stuff that you and I didn't have hot mustard when we were going here at SAC many years ago. With this Title V Apoyo grant, Apoyo means support. It is providing the students with support both in and out of the class and ensuring that they are tied to all the many resources that San Antonio College has for all students. So it it really is a breath of fresh air to think that we can transform our institution with more support and more staff and more people just keeping an eye on all our students and ensuring that they are finishing, getting to that finish line. So it's kind of cool to have, you know, be a student here at SAC, be in the Ascended program, and know that there's a team of individuals who are following you. Let me ask you this. Many times we talk about the persistence rate, and that is, of course, when a student can stay from fall to fall, right, or from fall to spring, and then they're moving on from that spring to the next fall. And that is what we use a lot to assess how well we're doing in terms of the number of students we can keep from semester to semester. It also ensures that we're doing everything we need to be doing to ensure that our students are staying and that they complete on time. At the end of the day, this is more than just a rate. This is about the lives of the students that we serve. This is about ensuring that they're coming in, they're staying in, and that they complete so that we can then put them into jobs. And many of the students that get to finish with us, they also go and transfer to a four-year That is huge. My question to you is, in terms of the support, the apoyo that our students get within the classroom, we think about all these great resources that we have. What else can we offer to our students other than in-classroom assistance? What else is out there that you do within your portfolio that you believe is important for our students to also receive as we serve the students from a holistic 
approach. Right. The big picture of what colleges and higher ed are doing, creating that welcoming environment for all students. We can have these programs like the Ascendet programs who are built in with cariño and validation theory and uh, cultural uh, relevant pedagogy ideas. But in the classroom is one thing. It is being able to walk around campus and feel like you belong. I think that's a huge thing. We have a beautiful campus, but there are so many things that we could do to also transform students' experiences outside of campus. I can give you several examples of our collaborative work that we've been doing. One that we uh, have been working with our marketing communications and our library services to commemorate and to put out on social media a lot of these um, uh, holidays and, and, and important days of the year so that students who have not been recognized can see, oh my goodness, they're recognizing my holiday or they're recognizing a holiday that I do celebrate. And that's really important. We hadn't done that in the past. I work with a committee and collaborate with a bunch of faculty and staff to become more welcoming of our Native American and urban uh, students who are here. We recently ran a survey and asked the question a little differently and allowed students to self-identify or how they do identify. And the amount of hits we had with people identifying as Native or urban Native is incredible. So that led us down a path of you know, is there something we could be doing with our Native American community? So we Mm -hmm. partnered with the American Indians of Texas, a Spanish colonial mission. They agreed to provide a tour of the the missions here. We went to a few missions here in San Antonio, and they were providing us with the story, their truth-telling, their narrative of what it was like to be a Native American and the descendants of those Native Americans that are still living here in San Antonio were there, and they were giving us their passed-down stories, their old histories of what their families had been through and their experience of living at the missions. And it's not something that we learn in the history books. That was interesting. Uh, We're also partnering with the San Antonio African-American Archive, Culture, and Museum folks here in San Antonio. We did a a tour of the Riverwalk with them where they highlighted they actually have... um, Uh, researchers working on the contributions and the highlights of our black and African-American communities to the founding of San Antonio, to the building of the Riverwalk. And if you haven't done that, I highly recommend uh, to reach out to them and take one of their Riverwalk tours. We also have a professor here at SAC, Dr. Eric Anderson, who's working with them to build up more research archives for them. So San Antonio College is involved both inside the classroom and outside the classroom for our entire community, for all students, to make sure that we are welcome, that the stories get told, that the sharing of these stories happen, and that we become very knowledgeable about our community. That's great. And what I love about what you shared is that all of this, of course, I see how Lee's area can also Mm -hmm. come, right, and work alongside you to ensure that everything we offer at the library, it is in support of the resources and the stories that are being shared through the Apoyo Grant as well. Lee, could you talk about that alignment a little bit? Yeah, sure. So to Mona's credit, uh, she always reaches out to us. So I I see her very much as a connector and and a collaborator. She really works to integrate resources into the programs that she has. There hasn't been a program yet that I've heard about where she hasn't said, how can the library provide resources along with this? Books have 
have ideas in them, and those ideas contain people. And so if you can give people those resources, it's been shown to expand their worldview. So reading is such a fundamental part of this work because you're getting exposed to people and their ideas who you may never have a chance to come in contact with. So that's been shown to increase empathy, shown to increase cultural literacy. I see the way Mona works across these different domains as, as a connector to really bring these resources into, say, the Apoyo Grant or Ascender. So I really appreciate that kind of work that Mona does. She really looks across what seem like disparate resources and brings them together under these umbrellas to move these projects forward. I just think that that's neat also. I appreciate the fact that we have offices and resources, but really what's important to me here today is to highlight the people that make all of this work. And that is Leah Mona. Both of you are two of many others that are doing excellent work at SAG. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for truly expanding upon your work and allowing our students to enjoy and benefit from your expertise and the work that you do every day, day in and day out. With that said, um, I understand that uh, empathy is very important as we uh, learn from one another, mm. as we learn about ourselves, right? Many times we walk around with a sense of guilt because of what others have done to us or, or because of what we've done to others or because of what we've gone through. Again, the generational impact of guilt and uh, of abuse, it goes decades and years and years and years in someone's life. And then that gets passed on to our kids and to their kids' kids, right? And the children of the children. And to me, what's important is that from a holistic point of view, we continue to support our students. And that is something that, Mona, you're also doing through the truth and healing events that you have on campus. Could you talk a bit about what that means? Absolutely. Um, And that really is, I believe, the heart of uh, why we're doing things, uh, why we uh, need to collaborate and get to know each other and listen to each other. Um, I'm also uh, working on another grant, Truth Racial Healing Transformation Grant, which hopefully we will establish a center and provide much more convenings for people to come together. They are afternoons where we are together. We listen to each other. We listen to our stories. We call them racial healing circles. It's in a partnership with uh, American Association of Colleges and Universities. And we have practitioners that are trained to come in. We bring people together to really start peeling back those layers, to really start understanding the humanity in each other, to learn to empathize is what Lee brought up and then to also be able to start that journey of reconciliation and unpacking a lot of the divisiveness sometimes that we hold inside and don't realize it but getting to know someone and sitting down with them and actually listening to them and say I didn't know that about you or wow the same thing happened to me let's connect let's talk about this outside of this and it creates that common humanity. It it starts that process. Also, uh, part of the grant is to also bring in the community. So we've uh, had some nonprofit organizations who have reached out to us and said, hey, 
we hear you're doing great things, and can we be part of it? Part of our planning is to incorporate outside communities to come in, and, and also we always invite the students to be part of this so that they can also connect with people out in the community. But it's, you know, what we have found that even within our own college community here at SAC, there is a lot of learning, a lot of eye-opening, a lot of wow, I did not know this about myself. I'm glad I went through this process and I will commit to being more empathetic with people that I encounter. So it's a start. It's a start for some people and other people. It's just a strengthening of their humanity. So I appreciate all my colleagues, all the students that go through this because they really come out of it with a resounding effect. And and that's always good to run into them and, and, and see the smile on their face. So it really is a transformation that starts from within. Thank you. Thank you for that. How awesome is this, Hot Mustard? This is great. We don't need to have the conversation. We need to start with a conversation. And colleges, it's a beautiful place where your beliefs and ideas will be pushed. And we can have these conversations surrounding these topics that might not make us feel comfortable talking about. But we get to have those conversations and we get to mediate those conversations between students and open their eyes to other people. I love the fact that we get to talk about opportunities and the way that that we get to open doors for the students that come through our doors. Right. Many times uh, when they come to us, they don't believe that college is for them, that they don't belong here. And as soon as they walk through our doors, uh, as both of you have stated, um, just to give them that big smile the welcoming, you know, atmosphere, the climate that we've create, created on campus so that everyone that comes through our doors, they know that college is also for them, that they belong here, mm-hmm. that they have a future and a hope for their lives. And we help walk that journey with the student. We walk that journey with them. And what I appreciate about the work that both of you are doing is that whether it be through uh, through a workshop, through a class, uh, through reading of a book, I think that what is important here is that you are aligning your work with one another and you're bringing that connection to the lives of the students, right? You get them to understand their past, their present, and what their future could be because of the resources you're offering. What are some of the things that you would say to a student that comes through your doors? What should they consider? I'm feeling lost. I don't know if I can do college. I don't know if this is for me. What would you tell them? First, I would say, you know, we genuinely care about you and want you to succeed. And our space and resources are are here for that. So one, one of my team members actually stopped a student from dropping out of college. He was convinced college wasn't for him anymore. She took the time to talk to him and say, well, what is the real concern here? Like, what, what is it that you're finding difficult? So here's a person that could have just done the transaction, but she took a moment to make this transformative for this student's life. They, he, was gonna, he was on his way to, to drop out. She stopped and said, what can I help you with? How can I keep you in college? And that student stayed in college. He stayed here at SAC. So what would you tell our students, Ms. Mona? I would definitely, well, one, thank uh, the employee, uh, Lee's employee, for doing that. I think it is important that we center our most marginalized students. Uh, We understand that their experiences and we empathize with them. And it starts there. For me, if I tell them my story and I, I tell them my truth on how 
I survived SAC, you know, or I excelled at SAC and then moved on. Uh, this is one of the best places to be to explore, for people to explore their interests, their talents, their likes. And like Lee said, we have so many resources here uh, that we can, can connect students to. They just have to ask. And, and a lot of the times that's the hardest thing is getting them to ask. It's so it is incumbent upon us as employees, faculty, staff, and administrators to really connect with students and, then, and, and have casual conversations. And through that, you start hearing the truth telling. You start, they start confiding in you. They start, you start building that relationship. We start building trust. And, and that in and of itself is a transformational college experience for a lot of people that someone took the time to listen, that someone took the time to share resources, and someone took the time of the day to tell them, you are welcomed here. SAC is a place for you. Mona and Lee, thank you so much. I really enjoyed that last phrase, the transformational college experience, not transactional. We are not transactional at SAC. San Antonio College is a transformational college. It offers a transformational experience for all who might want to benefit. And if you believe that college is for you, we believe it, but you have to believe it first. You have to take that first step. Why don't you pick up the phone right now and call us at 210-21-ALAMO. That is again, 210-21-ALAMO. An enrollment coach will walk the journey with you. They'll help you apply and so on and so forth. If at any point in time, we do not offer what you're looking for at SAC, we have our sister institutions within the district, Northwest Vista College, Northeast Lakeview College, St. Phillips College, and Palo Alto College. At the end of the day, this is not just about SAC. This is about the district. The district is here ready to support you, to uplift you. The next step needs to be taken by you, the student. You can do it. We believe you can. And the future is in your hands. This is Front and Center, recorded at the KSYM Studios on the San Antonio College campus. Front and Center is available on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and airs Monday mornings at 8.30 on KSYM 90.1 FM in San Antonio. More information on Front and Center is online at ksym.org.